My name is James Rowlands, and I am a lifelong wrestling fan. In 2015, I started a podcast with my friend, Dan White, reviewing the WWE Network and seeing if it's worth the $9.99 a month. It was. And since then, every month, we watch the latest WWE pay-per-views, NXT, and now 205 Live. Still continuing our journey through the network, watching ECW, WCW, and all its classic content. Until we've watched it all, we are with you, and we are the WNR. 32 women from 13 different countries with unique styles and journeys, all with one common goal, to become the winner of the first ever May Young Classic. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. And it's WNR 120 today, episode 120, and it's part two, the second part of the May Young Classic first round. We had eight matches already released on Sunday, we're bringing you this today. We're going to have the second eight matches from the third and fourth episode of the May Young Classic released on the WWE Network on August 28th. And and if people have listened to the, uh, the first podcast, thank you very much for listening. Uh, what we will say is that we our picks down. We lost one, didn't we? And we we kept one. Yes, picks went out. Another picks gone through, and yeah. uh, we've still got one pick each left to fight. Yeah, so there's still a lot to play for in these eight matches, and we'll get started straight away. And like we said, Lita and Jr. on the commentary desk, and the first match is going to be well, I, it's going to be quite a good one because it's going to be Tony Storm versus Aisha Raymond, and the the first match from episode three featured two rookies looking to make an impact. Dan, tell me more about Tony Storm. Tony Storm, she's five foot two. She's from Gold Coast, Australia, and her Twitter is at Tony Storm underscore. Tony Storm is coming to rock the May Young Classic, an eight-year veteran of sports entertainment. Storm has a style and a swagger clearly inspired by the '80s Los Angeles metal scene, but her ring game is unmistakably '90s Japan. But Aisha Raymond, we should say, six foot from London, England, at Amazon Aisha. Uh, we should say she can trade wrestling wrist locks and tile holes with the best of them. But at heart, she's a girl from the East End of London who loves to brawl. Raymond has been a trained fighter since the age of 15 and is an accomplished bodybuilder. So her grit and brawn aren't in question. As we saw in the, the video as well, she can lift over 400 pounds in weights. You know, the strong man... Um, in powerlifting. So, I mean, that is very impressive. Because, like we say, she's an accomplished bodybuilder. She knew her calling was in the ring when she was young and would play wrestle with her brothers. Now she's all grown up at six foot tall, self-described Amazon Tower and over the competition. Raymond sharpened by the teachings of British great Johnny Saint, Tony Scarlo, and the WWE Performance Center's coach, Robbie Brookside. And this summer, she looks to conquer a new frontier in the May Young Classic. She's come out here, and she's got a Roman garb about her, but it is good to see the, the, the Brits and the, the English representative here in the May Young Classic going against this. What, is she an Australian? Yeah. You like the look of Tony Storm, don't you, Dan? I do indeed, yes. I think she's... Uh... Quite an, a handsome woman. <laughs> well, despite a short career, Storm has held titles in a few different promotions and clearly had the crowd behind her right away. And you can see she's kind of that fun gimmick that we've not really seen a lot of characters in the May Young Classic and uh, we're definitely getting one here. 
Uh, I think Ray- Raymond's height and strength low will give her an immediate advantage. But Storm came into this with more experience between the ropes. So it's an interesting matchup. We've seen rookies go off, and we, you know, like we say, Aisha's not. Uh, like we say, it, it's still new to the business going against Tony Storm, but it's all about the opportunity, May Young Classic, making a name for yourself as well. Anything can happen in a tournament. We've seen this before. That's why we have an Iceland pick. They can maybe go through and surprise everybody. Are we going to get a handshake to start things off here? Aisha Raymond refusing the handshake and Tony Storm just shaking it off. Yeah, fair play, Tony Storm. So we're going to... We're going to start off episode three of the May Young Classic on our second episode of the WNR podcast. <laughs> this won't get confusing at all, I promise. Has Aisha Raymond got her nose painted? She has. She says the power of the panther, you know, and she sees strength in that. So that's basically, you know, her inner, inner strength. She likes that kind of thing, Dan, and inspire her, you know, as she powers down Tony Storm. And I think, like we say... The power will be in Raymond's corner. Oh Well, what can Tony Storm do to overcome the power of Arisha Raymond? We've seen that early going. Nice wrestling by Tony Storm. And I think she's got the most WWE look about her in this one as well, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I also feel she does look like Noelle Foley a little bit. Have you noticed that? <laughs> I think she looks a bit Alexa Blissey. Yeah, I know. As she gets Raymond down. And oh! A nice... Bump, bump there by Tony Storm. I'd let her do that to me. With... <laughs> I'm not going to leave that in. <laughs> and now um, to Raymond. Oh, oh, third time lucky. And she knocks Raymond down. And Tony Storm's definitely got the crowd behind her. She rocked Raymond into the corner. Oh, but as she runs towards Raymond, she lifts a, uh, Raymond lifts a foot. Knocks Storm back a bit. Oh, and a lovely sidewalk stand dropping Storm. And she's not interested in the pin. I think she wants to hurt Tony Storm in this one. She's going to pick storm up oh big scoop slam there goes for the cover two oh let's get the shoulder up at two two raymond now picking up storm got an irish ripper in the corner oh violent irish rip there oh follows it up with a big splash raymond exploding with the explosive there with the power and now she's gonna stretch storm on that second rope choking her out <laughs> so is that the women's thing now the white ropes it is yeah because it goes with all the other kitchen appliances <laughs> uh, oh and a headbutt Tony Storm on Raymond and Raymond going to run in everybody loves Raymond Storm judges out of the way beautiful bat breaker backstabber by Tony Storm setting it up jumps in with a big bat bump a lovely overhead suplex yeah like a northern light suplex reverse and a nip up by Tony Storm She's looking to go up, is she? Tony Storm up, but oh! Oh, Aisha Raymond was uh, too quick for her there. Throws her off the top rope. Goes up to the second herself. Looking set to finish this. And she's talking to... What's that, my love? Talking the crowd a little bit, and she... Oh, no, she's, got, she's getting distracted. She goes up to the other corner. And she's... to the top rope. Yeah, she decided to go all the way to the top. Slam down. Oh! oh. Looks for like a frog splash there. Tony Storm dodges out the way. Rolls her up. One, two... Free. Oh. And a victory for the fitty. Yes, a victory there for Tony Storm. So Tony Storm gets the win. It's not much surprise after seeing that. She goes through to the next round. Uh, Dan, what did you think of the um, what do you think of the match? It wasn't the greatest of matches, I think. Um I don't know, it I don't know, it feels like he was missing something that match. Well, it was a bit sh- short. Shit finish as well, wasn't it, you yeah. know? Uh like I said, maybe the styles didn't mesh as well, but it could have told a basic story of uh you know, big big one and little one basically you know beating him down making a comeback but 
It's obviously Storm's got something in her. So as she goes forward into the uh, next round, we'll see what she can do. And uh, look who's at ringside. We talked Sarah Amato and Charlotte Flair. And we talked about Sarah Amato on the first episode. And of course, Charlotte Flair, five-time uh, women's champion. Like I said, we are at the Full Sail University Orlando, Florida, as we wait for our next match here. Kavita Devi versus Dakota Kai. Here we go. Dakota Kai, who looks like a Bailey, versus Kavita Devi. And uh, Kai, she stands at five foot six, and she's from Auckland, New Zealand. And her Twitter is at Dakota Kai underscore WWE. If you've seen a woman kick her opponent so hard that tweeting cartoon birds pop out at any point over the last 10 years, there's a good chance it was Dakota Kai doing the kicking. The New Zealand native, captain of Team Kick, has been putting the boots to unsuspecting foes in the literal sense from Australia to Japan to the United States, where she held the Shimmer Tag Team Championships alongside none other than Ruby Riot. She even came to WWE's orbit once before in 2015, in 2015, uh, in a 2015 loss to Nia Jax on NXT. Two years later, she's out to prove that she belongs for good this time. And if she doesn't get her kicks in the May Young Classic, you can be sure her opponents will. Devi, she was trained by the great Carly. Well, Kavita Devi's five foot nine. That's the first female Indian wrestler that can be in a WWE ring. Kavita Devi's looking to follow the footsteps of her inspiration and trainer, the great Carly. Oh, <laughs> as if I fucking knew that, innit? One trait Devi clearly has in common with a former world heavyweight champion is power. Devi is an accomplished powerlifter whose strength and size give her a leg up in her competition in the May Young Classic. She has represented India in international competition, including the 2016 South Asian Games, where she won gold in the 75kg category. Although she is relatively inexperienced compared to some of her counterparts in the Classic, Devi has the physical tools to go a long way. Devi, what's that, my love? Devi will be historic Dubai tryout in April and caught the attention of WWE scouts. Behind her immense physical skills, Devi can one day become a household name and wrestling in wrestling perhaps starting in the May Young Classic and she goes against a Bailey lookalike here so it is Devi versus Kai and they shake hands to begin with oh but we see uh, Devi there with the um, hard handshake well while there's many comparisons to be drawn between Bailey and Kai due to the way their characters are but Kai is definitely more aggressive in the ring Dakota Kai has been wrestling for the past decade, making her one of the most experienced competitors in the tournament. And they paired up with Devi, who's also still trying to establish herself in the industry. And like I said, she is the first female in to compete, first female from India to compete in WWE ring. But she's done powerlifting MMA in her home country, so she's not going to be bothered. Oh, and now look at this. It's Devi working the arm of Kai. Oh, running the top ropes there, and a lovely arm drag takedown. Throws Kai across the ring. Well, that was really nice, and uh, Devi is in control. Look at this, powering up Kai and picking him up again. My God, look at the power. Well, Dakota Kai's in all sorts of trouble here against Devi. She's got that wrist lock firmly in as well. And now she's going to try and run the ropes again. Oh, and another arm drag takedown and keeps hold of that arm, punishing her opponent. Well, Dakota Kai might not be in this tournament for long. I mean, if, even if she can get out of the, <laughs> the, the wrist lock she's in. She tries with the kicks now. Oh, but caught with a forearm for Devi and make that an uppercut as well. And then Devi now taunting the crowd, saying this is easy work. And Irish whip to Kai. 
But Kai there with a big kick. Sunset flip. Rolls through. Goes for the cover. Oh, but only gets a one count. One. And oh, there's Kai with the drop kick to Devi. But it didn't seem to have any effect at all on her. And Devi sidesteps Kai's second attempt to a drop kick. The definition of no sell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Devi now picking up Kai. Bye-bye, Kai. Oh. Oh, powers her straight up and then just throws her in like a gorilla press slam. All the way to the canvas, and I don't think we've seen a more impressive competitor on the May Young Classic as Kavita Devi right now. Well, I thought Jazzy Gabbert would have been, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, well, she's a little make a great point as we are now on our second match on the third episode of the May Young Classic. Devi is stalking Kai, waiting for her to get up, maybe a mistake now. Runs right into her. Oh, and just throws her across the ring again. Come on, Dakota. <laughs> oh, she's going to throw her across the ring again. Yep. Oh. Well, let's hope she can take as much punishment as Bailey, eh? Because uh, Kai has definitely uh, taken the brunt of it in this match. Oh. Rolls out the way of Devi. Oh, runs in with like a hell of a kick. <laughs> <laughs> and now going to the top. She's going to finish her off. Oh, coup de gras. Go for it. Cover one, two, three. (laughs) Yes, Dakota Kai. Kai was on the, took the punishment for all that match. Hit two moves and won. I mean, pretty unbelievable. Dan, what do you think of the match? Um, I thought it was quite an entertaining match, actually. You know, Dakota Kai was on the back end of it all. Comes for the last second and gets the victory and goes on to face Rhea Ripley. Oh, and that's going to be a good match. Like I said, I want to see Rhea Ripley get some competition and she's going to have to deal with Dakota Kai in the next round. But I think with Devi, you, you know what I mean? You can't really be too upset with that. She got in control the whole match and then just got finished off right at the end with uh, two other wrestling people, two other people's moves, the Huluva kick and then the coup de gras. But yeah, I mean, we move on. And look at this at ringside, Dan. Look, Atta Johnson, of course, part of the Rocks family, Nia Jackson Longer. And and the sisters as well. So it is Bianca Belair versus Sage Beckett. Here I go. This is me for Sage. She is from Tampa, Florida. At Sage Beckett, WWE. She was hardened by the rugged training she received at Bubba Ray and Devon's Team 3D Academy. 5'11", Sage Beckett is as tough as they come. Not only that, but as the holder of multiple college degrees, she is incredibly wise too. After breaking into the sport in 2007, she spent five years steamrolling through the competition in dozens of organisations before health issues forced her in 2012. Putting her education to use, Sage researched what she could do to transform her body and return to the ring. To the alarm of her prospective opponents around the world, Beckett wasn't done carving out a legacy of destruction. She came back two years later, 130 pounds leaner and even meaner than before. The decision paid dividends in 2017 when she signed with a recognised leader in sports entertainment, WWE, and reports to the W Performance Centre in Orlando, Florida. With a renewed focus on imposing her will inside the ring, the prudent Beckett now has one objective in mind, thrashing her way through the May Young Classic. But what of her opponent, Dan? Bianca Belair. Well, Bianca Belair is 5 foot 7. She's from Knoxville, Tennessee, and her Twitter is at Bianca Belair WWE. The Mae Young Classic boasts competitors of varying backgrounds and origins, but there's only one genetic beast 
NXT recruit Bianca Belair is one of the most talented, powerful and promising up-and-comers roaming the halls of the WWE Performance Center. Before joining WWE in 2016, Belair competed in track and field at University of South Carolina, Texas, A&M and the University of Tennessee, Knoxville. She is a regional CrossFit competitor who has been featured in RX Magazine. It's little wonder then that she shined the inaugural Performance Center combined last year putting up amazing numbers such as a 400-pound trap bar deadlift and a 2.0-second 10-yard sprint, having defeated Aaliyah, or Numph to Numpf. qualify for this summer's 32-woman tournament. Belair now faces her biggest challenge yet. Yeah, so we've seen uh, Sage Beckett come out here, going against Bianca Belair, and it was another case of WWE pairing up a rookie with a veteran. Belair's only been wrestling since 2016, but Beckett has been in industry for a decade. Beckett has a significant size advantage, but Belair is no slouch. She was a pro in the CrossFit community before receiving a WWE tryout thanks to blowing Mark Henry. <laughs> that doesn't say that on there. It says thanks to Mark Henry. So we're going to get the match started. It is Belair versus Beckett. And yes, Beckett is bigger than Belair, but Belair not backing down in this bout. With Beckett. With Beckett. Here we Beckett, go. Beckett, Belair. In the belt. belt. For the belt. No, for the trophy. Here we go. Who are you favouring just by looking at them, Dan? Bianca Belair, because she's got long hair. Yeah. Well, this is a story all about how her life got twisted upside down. She likes to take a minute, just sit right there, Dan. She'll tell you how it became a wrestler called Bianca Belair. Thank you. That was the top of my head. I'm going to bed. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, collar and elbow tie-up. I mean, I don't know if this is going to work on a, the difference in size. Oh. And Beckett there screams as she takes uh, Bianca down. But Belair just nipping straight up from that exchange between the two. Oh, no, Beckett picking up. Oh, Belair slamming her down. Oh. Drops the big elbow across the chest, goes for the cover. No. Only gets a one count. One. One has to wonder, they, will that hair be a disadvantage? Is that hair hanging down from... It is, isn't it? Cabela with the whippy hair. It is. I mean, I know she whips her hair back and forth, but I think that is going to be a real disadvantage in this match, especially even just getting caught up in something, you know? Anyway, Beckett, Irish whipping, Belair. Oh! But Belair sidestepping, Beckett going straight into the turnbuckles. Huge drop kick, but oh, only a one count. One. We haven't Bel- seen a female ref yet. We haven't seen a female referee in this episode. Uh. Rebecca Carr. No, it's not. It's Jess Carr. I've got it written there. Bianca sending Sage into the turnbuckle. And now, stomping a mud hole and walking, walking it, dry. it dry. Oh, I think Beckett seems to like the punishment, though. But Belair not giving up. She's delivering some clubbing blows to Beckett. Yeah, huge knee to the midsection. And now looking to try and get her in a turnbuckle, just working the strikes. You've got to chop that big tree down. Beckett pushing off Bianca, but it's not putting her off. Oh, she pushes off again. But oh. Bianca comes in with a lovely clothesline takedown. Goes for the cover. One, One two. two. Oh, no. Kick out. Uh, and this is not how I would see the match going at the moment. You know, Belair, the smaller one, not in control. And as I say, that Sage punch to the midsection. And James, you should be scouting this match very closely because the winner of this could go on to face Tessa Blanchard if she goes through. Oh, that'd be interesting. That match coming up soon as Sage... Getting her head sent to the canvas by Bianca Belair. Kicked to the back of the head. Oh, a lovely running frog splash there. Goes for the cover, but only gets a two count. Two. 
And Bianca's not leaving Beckett alone, going back to the or going to a submission now. Just wearing the bigger opponent down, which is a bit of a surprise. Oh my word. And now look at this. Look at this submission. Deep in, Bianca has got Sage down. Oh, but Sage managed to throw Bianca off her. Both women slowly getting back to their feet. Oh no, go for full Nelson. Sit down like a bubba bomb by Sage Beckett. Two. Oh, oh. wasn't she trained by Team 3D's house? She was indeed, Dan. So that's a perfect part of her training. <laughs> well, she... it's, a, it's a shout out to one of her mentors. It is, it is. Bubba Ray. <laughs> it's exactly what I was going to say. As both women now slowly getting to their feet. Looks like Bianca's going to put away. No. Sage dodges the dropkick. And now with her own combination, Irish whip to... Oh, Bianca in the corner comes running in. Collapses her lung, maybe. Oh, oh. follows it up with a running kick. My God. Goes for the cover. This could be over. Oh, no. no. Pins have been a bit of a mess in the May Young Classic so far. I mean, we'll see how it goes along. Like we say, the old here along with veterans and... Sage the veteran. Oh, big. I mean, there's going to be a lot of first round nerves. They've got. Yeah. They've probably got butterflies in their stomach the size of eagles. Jaya. Exactly. They have. As Sage Beckett now looking to put down Bianca Belair. She's hanging her up in the corner in the tree of woe. This doesn't look like it's going to end well for Belair. Uh oh, the end may be near. Oh, she gets squashed by a bigger opponent, and now Beckett's going to go up top. Looking to finish this match off in style. Oh, my word. Second rope. She's calling for it. I don't know what she's calling for. Here she comes. Oh, oh swagger bomb there. But Belair moves out of the way. Whips her opponent across the chest with that long hair. Oh. Spear takedown. Goes for the cover. Two, three. Hey. And the girl with the long hair, Bianca Belair, gets the win. That's not fair because I think in this match she was on top for the majority of it and still got the victory as well. But, I mean, that was showcasing the uh, the newcomer, Bianca Belair. The fans liked it. I seem to enjoy it as well. Dan, what did you think of the match? I thought it was a thoroughly enjoyable match, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it was... Uh, it was quite a good match, actually. Um, as you say, Belair was on top for the majority of the match against a much larger opponent and still managed to overcome. So, yeah, fair play to that. Yeah, I mean, surprisingly good in a weird way. I don't think it was good. But uh, they kind of mixed it up a little bit. You know, it looked like Belair was on top. It was a kind of a showcase for her. But I didn't mind Sage Beckett. You know, credit to her. She's been around for a while and uh, she gets a chance on the May Young Classic. And like you say... Now that means Bianca Belair will face the winner of Kari San or Tessa Blanchard later uh, on the show. Of course, we're going to have the final two episodes of the May Young Classic first round here. We are on the main event now on the third episode of May Young. Uh, it's it's flying by as it always does, Dan. Can you believe we've only got five more matches left, eh? Yes, well, it is one of our ones that we uh, we said, Dan, about this person. Uh, they would be very good in the WWE. And now, look, Dan, it is Piper Niven versus Santana Garrett. Well, Santana Garrett, Dan. <laughs> she's from Florida at five foot five. And the Twitter is at Santana Garrett. Underscore. She, she, underscore. She, might, <laughs> she might not possess a lasso of truth. 
But Santana Garrett carries herself with so much strength, determination, and grace that you'd be forgiven for thinking Wonder Woman had just wandered in <laughs> to the May Young Classic. Garrett is one of the most accomplished of competitors outside of WWE. Inspired to pursue wrestling by a father who once was a grappler, Garrett translated her gymnastics and cheerleading backgrounds into sports entertainment skill set that has earned her title reigns across the globe. Combine that with the mentorship she's received under W Hall of Famers like Scott Hall and Larry Zabisco, and it's easy to understand how Garrett has claimed accolades such as Cauliflower Alley's Club's Future Legend Award. The same angle in 2000 and fourth place position in Pro Wrestling Illustrated 2016 rankings of the world's top women's wrestlers. So very, very impressive. Dan, tell me more about Piper Niven. Right, Piper, she's a former vixen. We saw her in January in the World of Sports special on ITV. She is five foot eight, weighs 1,600 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Piper Niven is an experienced powerhouse who has competed across numerous promotions including Shine, Shimmer and Insane Championship Wrestling. The commanding competitor joins a lineage of Scottish wrestlers who love to unleash a beating on their opponents. Drawn to sports entertainment at an early age, Niven played contact sport in her youth, which no doubt set the foundation for her rival inside the ropes at 2008. With an impactful arsenal that includes a Vader bomb, power slam and other big hit manoeuvres, she can knock out her competitors at any given moment with a single monstrous move. Although 31 other wrestlers would try to stand in her way, of winning the May Young Classic, the Intimidator from Ayrshire will have plenty of opportunity to inflict pain, to inflict pain this summer on the WWE Network. And I'm really interested to see uh, Piper Niven here. It, well, it, uh, Piper Niven here. It's great to see her uh, to get given opportunity because, like we say, she hasn't got the look of most WWE divas. So it'll be interesting to see how she goes up uh, against Santana Garrett. Like we say, Santana Garrett is one of the people fans might know because this tournament. Uh, from this tournament because of her time in TNA and a few random appearances in NXT. Yeah, she's gone against Oscar. Yeah. Uh, Piper Niven, on the other hand, is almost a complete unknown to American wrestling fans. She's worked for Shimmer under the name Viper, so some indie fans may have known who she is prior to the event. Well, Niven is the largest wrestler in this tournament, and she wasn't afraid to use her size and power to establish dominance at, on early on and she she won't be she will go for it in the early going we see the handshake there and viper uh, sorry she's like piper niven showing the power there I'm trying to back up uh santana garrett a clean break though by uh piper that's nice a <laughs> playful little punch and then she gets pushed out of the way by santana let's go piper santana the fans are into this match yeah well this is the main event of the third show and can Garrett put away Piper Niven and showing off her wrestling skills there, trying to break the arm. Niven won't be having any of that. Oh, and look at that. Garrett using the ropes to get out of harm's way. And we shouldn't forget, I mean, anybody that looks at Piper Niven just thinks one thing. She's a great technical wrestler as well. She brings it all. And so how impressed we were with her in January, you know. But at this point in time, can't do anything to match because Garrett's got the arm dodging out of Piper's offense. Santana's trying to get a crucifix in. Goes for the backslide. No, no, no. Oh! no. oh! Garrett Niven going for the for the 
for the drop, <laughs> trying to sit on a smaller competitor, but luckily enough, Santana moves out of the way. And she hit a big super kick on Piper, but can only keep it down for one. One. And now he's going to try an Irish ripper. I don't think that's the best move. She's got a V on her boots. And she throws, oh, Garrow into the ropes, but that was a nice athletic move by Santana. Oh, and then she backwards rolls. Oh. Who's actually got the move on? Yeah, oh, head scissors. Santana. Yeah, it should have been Santana, but they didn't make it look great there. Santana spinning around with Niven. Now both women run the ropes. Oh, oh flying cross body, flattens her opponent. This is it. Kick out. Oh. As Niven now looking to put away. She's got a beautiful cravat on Santana Garrett there, just wearing her down in the middle of the ring. And the snap there. Oh, Santana Garrett fighting out. Submission. And running the ropes. Oh. And like you said, Viper on the boots. Trying to get the fans maybe on the side. Is Santana smirking there, Dan? No, she's not got a cigarette in her gob. She's just grinning from yeah, ear to ear. Seems to enjoy the punishment that Piper's dishing out. And looking to put her away. Oh, my God. It's like a Cobra clutch. Piper Niven up. Santana to the turnbuckle. Oh, Santana low with the boot up. And looking to maybe springboard back in. But here comes Niven. Oh, Santana managed to dodge out of the way and responds with a boot to the face. Coming back in now, using the bottom rope to jump in. Oh, DDT to Niven. Is that going to be it? Oh, oh no. Niven managing to kick out. Oh. Santana Garrett now with the punches to Piper Niven. Going to put her down. And oh, Santana Garrett there. The boots to the midsection. This could be the end of it now for Piper Niven. Santana Garrett looking to hit her. Handspring elbow. Oh, looks for a bulldog. Whoa. Oh, no, but Piper just dumps her straight onto the midsection. Oh, oh. running cross body, flattens her opponent, and Santana Garrett managing to kick out. Ah. Well, I thought Niven had the job done then. I can't believe it. And now Piper Niven's going to look to try and put Santana. And we know she uses the Vader bomb. Is she going to go up? It's time, it's time, it's Niven time. Well, Niven up. Santana, though, managing to get to her feet, and oh, she's trying to head, well, trying to take her down with her head scissors, but gets stopped. Santana runs right back in with the right hand, and now straight back to the head scissors. Oh! Oh, and takes Piper Niven over, goes for the cover, two. Oh! oh. But Niven managing to kick out. Oh! Uh -huh. Oh, a super kick there from Santana. And now, what's she doing? Handspring. Oh! Ooh, looks for a handspring moonsault. <laughs> Piper Niven there with a big splash drop in the elbow as well. And, oh! And her down. Going for the One, pin. Two. Yes! Three. I, I should have gone for it. I should have gone for it. <laughs> and I didn't. But fair play. Piper Niven, really impressive in that match. Destroying Santana Garrett, but I'm not saying that though. I think that is the most competitive match we've seen in the May Young Classic. Dan, what do you think of that match? I thought it was a very good match. Yeah, it was uh, quite an entertaining match. Piper Niven, she was a very impressive athlete, and uh, Santana Garrett, you got get... she, you know, she performed as well as she could. Got in a few good moves against her. I think they were slightly out of touch with each other, but you know, again, that could be down to being relative newbies to this kind of environment you know a bit of first round nerves 
Yeah, I, I, I don't say, but I, I don't. I didn't see it that way. I, I thought they really uh, kind of matched up well. They told the story of, uh, you know, like we say, someone of Nivai versus uh, Santana, and I think it was. I'm going to say definitely the best match on this episode. What's your favourite match on this episode? Uh, we've seen four. Now we saw Beckett versus Blair, Devi versus Kai, and Storm versus Raymond. I think this. Well, it's between this and Bel Air with my match of the year. Uh, yeah, I've got to give it to Piper Niven. I think she's the most. I think this is the most impressive match. I think she's been the most impressive thing on this episode, and she's going to be a force to be reckoned with in the second round. But the question is, have we move on to the fourth? Well, before we move on yeah. to the fourth and final episode of this preliminary round, she goes on to face Serena Deeb, which will be a really interesting matchup. So yes, like I say, we have only got four. More matches now until the end of the first round of the May Young Classic. And what four matches we've got left. Two of our picks still to wrestle, Dan. Uh, and it's going to be absolutely awesome as we carry on the May Young Classic. So, yes, we move on to the last show featuring first round matches of the May Young Classic. And we begin with Renee Michelle taking on one of the most experienced women in the tournament, Candice LeRae. Dan, tell me more about Candice LeRae. One of your picks. Why have you gone for her as well? Uh, yes, Candice LeRae. She's five foot two from Riverside, California. And her Twitter is at Candice LeRae. And Candice LeRae is tougher than you. The slogan on this indie scene's standout t-shirt may as well be her personal battle cry. A relatively undersized brawler who could convincingly cosplay as Elsa from Frozen. Oh. Lorraine prides herself on her ability to endure punishment and keep on fighting. The fact she has gone to war against heavyweights like Cesaro and Kevin Owens and is the only woman to ever win a championship in the male-dominated pro wrestling gorilla speaks volumes about her tenacity. Inspired by charismatic underdogs like Chris Jericho and the HBK Shawn Michaels, this modern-day mighty mouse is willing to take whatever risk to pull off a victory. So, a few words of advice to the other competitors in the Mae Young Classic. If you want to win it all, you better be tougher than Candice LeRae. And LeRae married fellow professional wrestler Johnny Gagano at Disneyland on September 16th, 2016. They have been featured in a short documentary on their dynamics as a wrestling couple. She is an avid fan of Disney and the Anaheim Ducks. She is best known for her work on the American Independent Circuit, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla and Combat Zone Wrestling. She is a former one-time PGW World Tag Team Champion with Joey Ryan as the world's cutest tag team. Yeah, we all know Joey Ryan, the guy who uh, recently Mick Foley did the cock move, which anybody's not seen it, just uh, Google that. And as we see on the video package as well, the Instagram picture of, uh, of course, Candice LeRae. What well, a dark horse going into this tournament, Dan Candice, so I think it might be a good pick for you. Can you get your second pick through? One has gone through, one has fallen. Candice Ray going to get to Renee Michelle. Let me tell you something about Renee Michelle. Well, she is five foot three and from Washington, D.C., at one Renee Michelle on Twitter. You could say that wrestling found Renee Michelle. Thanks for a little help from former WC stud Dwayne. The one time <laughs> The one time Gilberg approached Michelle at the first sports entertainment event she attended and asked if she was considered giving the ring a try. Michelle agreed and only four years later she is one of America's top prospects. She's held the MCW women's title three times and the ECWA women's title twice. 
and has built a reputation outside the East Coast, travelling as far as Japan and India to compete. Michelle counts daredevils like Lita, Jeff Hardy and Jushin Liger, the iconic grappler who took Michelle under her wing while she trained in Japan. Able to adapt to her environment while community like deafness, Michelle, who will have adjust to her biggest challenge yet when she takes part in the May Young Classic. See Renee Michelle very impressive look at her. Built for, uh, I think she's just for Christmas. <coughs> would be her would be her style. Built for Christmas here. Oh, she's like a little elf. Hmm. Kind of gets Candice LeRae. This should be an interesting matchup. Ross, uh, Jim Ross said Michelle had an MMA background, but she's going to be unfamiliar with the majority of the WWE Universe. Which means this tournament is her biggest opportunity yet. And can she surprise everybody and take out Dan's pick in this match? Johnny wrestling in the crowd. Johnny Gagana supporting his wife here. So here we go, Colour and Elbow Tarps to start things off. And Candice LeRae, going up against Candice LeRae in the challenge of that. Best thing people such as Kevin Owens and Cesaro is an incredible achievement. And of course, you know, that's uh, when women can wrestle men. It's not allowed, of course, in WWE. But if she can do that, then she probably won't find the, uh, the WWE May Young Classic that hard. I don't know. We'll see what Renee Michelle has to offer. Candice LeRae got her down. Oh, no. Renee Michelle manages to reverse it. She bridged out there, very impressive. Oh, Candice LeRae with a cheeky roll up there, trying to get a two, uh, trying to pin her, but only gets a two count. Two. Now they're at a stalemate. Which way is this going to go? Like you said, a lot of people in the audience watching this action. Oh, and the Ray there, jawbreaker to Michelle. Oh, sends her flying across the ring as well. With a lovely arm drag take takedown, goes charging towards her, but gets deposited outside onto the apron. Oh, Renee went looking and got caught with a big knee by Candice LeRae. Now off the top. Oh, oh a lovely drop kick from the top there by Candice. Rolls her up but only gets a two count. Two. Candice there with the arm breaker, just slowing things down with Renee. She doesn't want to build any momentum. Stops her with a forearm there. Oh. Oh, but bounces LeRae head first off of her knee. Rene Michelle is starting to get on top in this match. There's a lovely kick to the face as well, but can't keep her down. Gets her shoulder up. Doesn't look happy about it. And Candice LeRae, maybe the kind of favourite tag that she's got, might put her off in this match. You know, Rene Michelle, looking good so far. Nice kick to the midsection. Slow swinging neck breaker there. Lovely by Rene. Goes for the cover, but Michelle, uh, but LeRae managing to kick out. Ah. Oh, and now look at this. Renee with a kick to Leray. Beautiful. And oh, trying to knock her head off. Leray oh. ducks it and gives her a code breaker. One-legged code breaker. Might have broke her jaw. Can Candice take advantage of this? I'm sure Gagano, who was in the CWC tournament, has given her tips of what to do. Of course, he beat Champa in the first round last year. Can his wife do exactly the same? Oh, Champa's uh, certainly got his... Uh Come up and Gagano. Oh, break it there. Can she put Michelle down? No, Michelle managing to kick out. Uh. And Leray there with the lovely chops in the corner. She's front hands and chops, having to get pulled off by the referee. And now we're going to run into the turnbuckle. Oh! Oh. Renee managing to roll out the way. Uh, Hits the forearm. Now going to go herself. No! Oh! Candice follows her up there and delivers a big forearm as uh, Renee Charles bouncing off the ropes. Oh. Goes down low on her opponent. Goes for the kick but gets rolled up. Oh, and a nip up by Renee. Oh. Spinning heel kick to the head. 
That could be all she wrote. Goes for the cover. Two. Oh. Well, the Ray managing to kick out. Ah. And just in the nick of time for Candice Ray in serious trouble. Michelle, I mean, yeah, she botched the nip up a little bit. But still, not too bad. Now she's going to look to go to the second rope. Oh. Springboard moonsault from the second. But the Ray moves out of the way. Delivers a drop kick. Drags her back into the ring. One. Two. No. Oh, Michelle managing to kick out. Ah, and I think it was just that the kind of momentum that took Michelle across the ring that gave her the chance to get the shoulder up there. They're looking to build momentum. I know she's got the fans on her side come running in to Michelle. Oh, Michelle raises her leg, but Candice catches it, deposits her on the top rope. Well, I think Candice kind of knew that Michelle was going to try and block it, and now she's got her up in a net breaker. Oh, oh. a swinging net breaker off the second. One, two. Free. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Well, your pick very impressive there. Candice LeRae getting rid of uh, Renee Michelle and Johnny Gagano's happy his wife's got through. Um, <clears throat> I don't think that was a bad match. Just a little bit slow, you know, if they sped it up a little bit. But I think it's probably the best finish we've seen on May Young Classic. I thought she was very impressive. Again, you know, it was. I'm going to put a little bit of. Bit of it down to nerves and a bit of uncoordination, but it, it, again, it's not been the greatest match I've seen in this entire tournament. But it, it wasn't a terrible match, you know. It done what it said in the tin, told a good story. Well, a brilliant like, finish as well. Yeah, I mean, it's the best finish we've seen in that breaker off the uh, the second rope. Candice the uh, Rays, Candice Rays, going to be a real threat as this tournament progresses. And like I said, she goes on to face the winner of Reina Gonzalez and Nicole Savoy, uh, and that match will be late tonight. But up next, we've got Lacey Evans versus Tainara Conti. So, yes, Tainara Conti. She's five foot five from Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. Oh, 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 my baby. I'm Who's there, Dan? That is, of course, Alexa, the beauty bliss. <laughs> Bailey's number one fan behind her, by the way. A 22-year-old judo master... Tainara Conte might be relatively new to sports entertainment, having joined WWE last October with no previous in-ring experience. But a combat sports bona fides are no joke. A black belt judoko and a blue belt in jiu-jitsu, Conte brings a joint-wrenching mat game to the May Young Classic that has already earned her medals in Brazil. Her thunderous throws helped her put on the radar of WWE talent scouts, leading to her arrival at the Performance Centre in 2016. Now, Conti prepares to show the entire WWE Universe what happens when a judoko enters the ring. Hopefully she is no judoko. Oh, uh, I'd love to enter her ring. <laughs> Dan, easy tiger. Lacey Evans next, tell me more about um, Lacey Evans, she's 5 foot 8, she's from, she's from Paris Island. Uh, her Twitter is at Lacey Evans WWE. Declaring herself the lady of NXT, Lacey Evans mixes the glamour of a pin-up model with the valour of a warrior. After growing up in a broken home where everything she owned was shared with her seven siblings, Evans joined the US Marines graduating with honours from Fort Leonard Hood before serving as a military, as military police and a member of the Special Reaction Team. <gasps> While still in service, she opened a construction company house and employed three of her siblings along with her husband, began the journey of raising a daughter. Drawn to wrestling after watching staff, a staff sergeant complete at a local event, Evans cut her teeth in southeastern US independence and signed with the WWE's Performance Center in April 2016. As a participant in the May Young Classic, Evans looks to show her four-year-old daughter who accompanies her to many NXT shows 
that no goal is unobtainable if you set your mind to it. So, like you said, the NXT superstar Lacey Evans going against uh, Conte here. And Evans comes into this match as favourite since WWE fans were more familiar with her. But Conte most sure nobody was going to underestimate her. The intensity and focus in her eyes are things you just can't fake. She was the de facto heel since Evans already has a fan base built up. She played the role well for someone with limited experience as a pro wrestler. So here we go, Conte versus Evans. And I'll tell you what, they both look like Noel Foley. Do you know that? It's so weird. So we're going to have a tie. We can see which way this goes. Conte going for the pin. Well, this is definitely a WWE Diva match, isn't it? Conte versus Evans. Can they prove me wrong in this one? Evans taking it down, going for the pin, getting the shoulder up early on. And Evans wants to be a bit vicious in this one. <laughs> the Irish whip to the corner. Oh, this is quite a hard-hitting affair as uh, Evans springboards over the top rope and delivers a kick to the chest of Conte. Oh, but Conte kicks out. Oh. And that's what I say. I mean, yes, they're both blonde, they're both beautiful, but they want to show that there's a bit more to that, you know, character-wise and wrestling-wise. They want to go out here and impress us, you know, and people watching this women's tournament, we've seen so many matches now, we've only got, you know, three matches left until the end of the first round. It'd be interesting to see if they can really impress us after the amount of action that there's been. As, oh, Evans going for the pin there. Get the shoulder up by Conte. Kick to Lacey Evans. And now work in the midsection as well. Going to get her. Forces her down to the mat by her. And the attitude of Conte. Now we're going to run the ropes. And Lacey Evans there. Quick with the kick to the midsection. Goes for the cover but only gets a two count. Two. Now Evans going to go work on the arm of Conte. Lovely armbar there, she's got locked in. Hand under her chin there, trying to restrict her breathing as well. Now, this is frustrating, Conte, because she can't get out of it. And as I said that... She gets out of it. She gets out of it, managing to strike to the back, knee to the midsection. Now going to work over Lacey Evans' arm. Throws her against the ropes. Oh! oh. Uh, just like a Greco throw there, throws her over her shoulder, goes for the cover, but only gets the two count. Two! Conte definitely showing something in this match. I mean, she's definitely got the look. Well, she's, uh, she's portraying the hill that she's supposed to. Exactly. She's got the attitude working over Lacey Evans. And again, oh! A lovely throw over the shoulder there. And Conte now is just going to work the back of Lacey Evans. I mean, Lacey Evans has got more experience, like I said. She's been in NXT. She's competed against the best there. But Conte's got a point to prove. And she's hanging her up on the second rope. Oh, she's trying to stop the back of the head. Lacey didn't want any of that. Pushing Conte away. Oh, Conte goes for the kick, but Lacey Evans grabs it, drops her to the mat, and just a punch there. And now the knee to Conte is going to pick up Lacey Evans. No, she's going to try and... I don't know what she's doing there. Trying to slam her across. Oh! Imagine. Slams her to the yeah. mat, goes for the cover. Only gets a two count. Two, as I was say, trying to slam her down, but it didn't look that neat. Conte now clubbing strikes. Oh! Evans responds with a clubbing strike of her own. Well, you know, Evans has got the uh, size advantage here. and <laughs> looked like that punch hurt. And now Conte runs into Evans. Oh! Puts it down with a clothesline. Make that two. And now she's got Oh, beautiful. Lovely net swinging net breaker. <coughs> oh, and like a back handspring there. Flips her weight over onto uh, Conte. You can see Lacey Evans is more polished, can't you? Like I say, beautiful net breaker. Got her in a corner. Oh, with a lovely variation of the Bronco Buster. Ooh, lucky bitch. And we've lost Dan in this, uh, this match, everybody. Dan's gone. Oh, come on, two fit blondes. I know, I know, but still, come on. We're looking at the talent as Lacey Evans has got Conti. Oh, oh my days. Slams oh, her down. 
gasset. Nothing. I don't want to hear anything about you and that finisher. Alright? Nothing. You're a disgrace to everybody. I'm, I apologise for Dan and everybody listening here, alright? Uh, Lacey Evans versus Conte. Sloppy is what I've put. Uh, <laughs> not a bad finish between the two. Conte's got a lot of work if you want to be considered. Uh, Lacey Evans, you can see, a little bit more polished as a worker. Let's hope in the next round she'll have a bit more success. Dan, what do you think about the match? Um, It wasn't bad. You know, you could definitely see the roles they were trying to play as the face and the heel. Again, you know, a few missed moments there, but I think both of them have done well. Oh, God, because uh, now Evans goes through the face, Tony Storm, who you were dribbling over earlier as well. So, well, lucky Conte's not through the... Only two matches left. The May Young Classic. Are they going to shake hands? Oh, no. No. Conte just slaps the offer of a handshake away from Evans. There we go. But already Dan's picked Candice the way he go through. So he's got two picks through to the second round. Points will start happening if they can make it through to the quarterfinals. Of course, we'll give you a lineup all the second round matches after we've had the, the two remaining here tonight. And up next, we have got Nicole Savoy versus Reina Gonzalez. So, Savoy, she's five foot seven. She's from Sacramento in California. And her Twitter is at Nikki M. Savo. And if you find yourself standing across the ring from Nicole Savoy, there's a good chance you're about to be dumped on your head. <laughs> Queen of suplexes, Savoy dishes out the punishing manoeuvres with both intensity and variety that might make you think she's a Steiner Brothers long-lost sister. German, Tiger, Dragon, Butterfly. You never know which suplex Savoy is going to execute, but you know it's going to be vicious. She's by no means a one-dimensional competitor, though. Well-versed by and jiu-jitsu, Savoy is experienced on her feet and highly capable when things hit the mat. This unique ability to hurt people has earned her the title in shimmer promotion and praise from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Whether it will grant her victory in the May Young Classic remains to be seen, but rest assured, somebody's getting suplexed. Well, Reina Gonzalez, that's pretty impressive, but Reina Gonzalez, six foot, from Rio Grande Valley in Texas at Reina GWWE. WWE Performance Center standout Reina Gonzalez boasts both a sports entertainment pedigree. Her father is noted competitor Ricky Desperado Gonzalez. Well, I remember him. The Ricky. Yeah, the Ricky. Yeah, Desperado Gonzalez. And a collegiate athletic background. She played basketball at Sam Houston State University. That's not to mention the six-foot frame that puts her literally head and shoulders above the rest of the field. Field. May Young Classic. Although she earned a degree in mass communication broadcast journalism, Gonzalez quickly set out to pursue her passion in the ring, ultimately auditioning for the 2015 season of WWE Tough Enough. In her highlight reel over images of her pulverising opponents in the ring, Gonzalez revealed her philosophy in a nutshell. Being tougher than the girls is about being tougher than the boys. Come bell time in a May Young Classic, we will see how tough this Desperado's daughter really is. We see an abundance of superstars using MMA-based gimmicks in this tournament, and Nicole Savoy was one of them. Her found match was Reina Gonzalez, who's come out here with chaps, a cowboy hat, and a mask. I kid you not. Uh, so we'll see how this match goes on. I mean, I think Gonzalez has got the, the uh, definitely the height height difference on Savoy. This will be an interesting matchup. Check her chaps. Make sure she's got that fit in there. Here we go. No, Rebecca Carr. No handshake between the two women. You make a good point, and no Jessica Carr. Here we go. Tie, collar and elbow tie up again, which has started all the matches. Can you believe this is a penultimate match 
the first round of the May Young Classic. Of course, we'll review all the matches that we have watched. I mean, this is the 15th match, unbelievably. Who will go through and who will they face in the next round as well? But if they go through, they face... Well, if they win, then they go against Larray. So whoever goes through here beats Candice Larray in the next round, which is always good. Can my pick go through? He's in the main event, Casa Blanchard. Well, they're going to lose to Bianca Belair. Uh, oh. Long hair. Well, here we go. We talk about this match, Dan. Let's concentrate on this match and these two women, Nicole Savoy and Reina Gonzalez. And the early going has been very evenly matched. Oh, and Gonzalez there showing her power. Irish whipping Savoy. Savoy shoulder block, but it's not moving her at all. Well, the unstoppable force is moving the immovable object. Dodges a clothesline. Savoy with beautiful hurricanrana there. And now with the strikes, but oh. Gonzalez pulling her hair and just taking Savoy down to the mat and following up with a lovely clothesline. Savoy's in all sorts of trouble here. And they're like they're clubbing blows to the back by Raina. And she's certainly got a gimmick about her as oh wait a minute though, talk about MMA style. Try to turn this into a submission hold now, Savoy. Well, that's one way of getting out of it, isn't it? Kick like that by Gonzalez and now look at these strikes. Didn't appreciate Well, what, Savoy yeah. wanted to turn it into an MMA match, so Gonzalez gave her that exactly. Oh yeah, she didn't appreciate that. Which <laughs> backs up in a corner. Oh, Gets caught with big boots to the face. Oh, but Gonzalez catches her in a sidewalk slam, goes for the cover, but Savoy managing to kick out. Ah, and now what's Savoy? What's Gonzalez trying here? Oh my God! It's an inverted walls of Jericho, and she's got a stretched in the middle of the ring, and oh my word, Savoy's got nowhere to go at the moment. It's gonna have to tap out, surely. Don't call me Shirley, but it looks like she's managing to reverse it. Getting the leg of Gonzalez, but Gonzalez wisely getting to the ropes and breaking the hold. Gonzalez going to pick up Savoy. Oh, Savoy fighting back with the strikes. Going to oh. try saying, oh no. <laughs> but one close eye from Gonzalez takes her opponent down. And now Savoy is in serious trouble being picked up by Gonzalez. This could be fighting it. Has she got the arm? Oh, it does look like she's... Uh What's that move that Brock Lesnar does? Kimura. Kimura lock there. Yeah, she's got her in some sort of trouble. Can... Gonzalez try and work her way out of it. Well, daughter of the famed giant Gonzalez. Oh, no. No, no. Savoy's got the armbar trying to extend it, but the hands are clasped. If she can keep them together, she might be all right. Oh, well, it looks like she's going for the cross arm breaker. Oh, my God. And she's got it now. Oh. Oh. And Gonzalez taps out, and Savoy is going through. She's going to lose to Candice LeRae. Oh, my word, though. I didn't expect that. I mean, I thought uh, Raina Gonzalez was a heavy favourite going into this. But, to be fair to Savoy, showed what she could do. The submission hold got the job done there. So, fair played for her. Dan, what do you think of the match? Yeah, you know, again, it, it's another unexpected victory. But, uh, yeah, you know, both women done well. I think they uh, they told the story. And uh, I think the right one won. Uh, well, it's interesting to see... Gonzalez being knocked out, like you said, Savoy goes on to face Candice LeRae, but we'll give you a rundown on every second round matchup after the last first round matchup. As you see, Leiter and Jim Ross, and yes, what a main event it will be. It's my pick, mine and my hopes. Dan, you've got two picks through, one's gone out. I've had one through, one out. Can Tessa Blanchard do it for me? Na 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. <laughs> Fuck off.
Why don't you just fuck off? Right. Not like um, Tessa Blanchard is going to fuck off. Oh, right. Okay, okay, so next match. Let's get on with the fucking business then. The last first round match. My pick, Tessa Blanchard versus Kyrie Sane. Arguably the most anticipated match of the first round. Closed out the fourth episode and the second part of our WNR podcast here. But Dan, before I get to talk to you about my pick, tell me more about Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane, well, she's five foot one from Yamaguchi in Japan. And her Twitter is at Kari Sane WWE. Wow, and Kari Sane's resume reads like the accomplishment of 10 athletes. Apart from the laundry list of championships procured in the Japanese women's promotion Stardom, three-time Goddess of Storm and four-time Artist of Stardom, to name a few, she was an Olympic hopeful in yachting, pursued a career in acting, holds a bachelor's degree in Japanese literature from Hosei University, and once taught Japanese to orphans in Cambodia. Given her jet-setting and worldwide accomplishments, it's no surprise that Carrie sees herself as a modern-day pirate queen, sailing from port to port, meeting interesting people and beating them in wrestling matches. In the May Young Classic, she aims to add the most prestigious sports item to her accolades yet, and make her mark in WWE. No doubt some of her foes will shiver their timbers when faced with this elbow-drop artist but they'll soon realise once the bell rings that it's too late to alter course now. Well, that is scarily impressive. But Tessa Blanchard, five foot four from Charlotte, North Carolina. Twitter at Tessa underscore Blanchard. All the best ones got underscores at John Scott Rollins. And look who's in the crowd. Unmistakable. Shinzuki. Shinsuke fucking Nakamura is here tonight. But yeah, we're talking about Tessa Blanchard. She will not be phased by the pomp, circumstance or grandeur of the May Young Classic. The daughter of WWE Hall of Famer and iconic four horsewoman member Tully Blanchard, granddaughter of Joe Blanchard and stepdaughter of Magnum TA, Tessa is a branch on a truly legendary family tree. But she hasn't relied on her surname too. Reach the heights she's reached, inspired to pursue the family trade after watching her father's 2012 W Hall of Fame induction. Tessa debuted in 2014 and has travelled far and wide, including China, to establish her own identity. With her pedigree as impressive as anyone in the field, her skills have only become vaster by the day and her confidence as high as her father's in his prime. It's a safe bet that Tessa Blanchard will make serious noise in the classic. So this... Yes, this noise is going to be... Ow! Ow! I quit! Well, we can't forget Blanche. It's it's going to be an awesome match, isn't it? So we're here, and it is the main event of the first round of the May Young Classic, and what a great tournament it's been so far. Two of the competitors we're most wanted to see, Sane versus Blanchard, and a strong handshake to start things off, and this should be a... Here we go. Last one of the first round. Collar and elbow tie-up to start, and already at standstill. And a test of strength there and Sane dropping Blanchard to one knee. But Blanchard's trying to make her way back up. Oh, come on. You know, her, her dad was in the four horsemen, for goodness sake. One of the greatest groups of all time. I mean, Tessa Blanchard's going to have the advantage in this one. She's TV before. I mean, look how polished she looks as she works the uh, side headlock in on Sane. I mean, fair play she's been to Japan and that. But she's WWE. It, she was a big fish in a little pond there. Now she's a little fish in a in a huge ocean of talent, including, you know, 30 other women who have been involved in the May Young Classic as well. As uh, Sane now going for the pin. 
Oh. Oh, nearly had this one done early, but only getting a two count. Two. Oh, fuck's sake. Getting caught with a net breaker as well. Same kind over the top. Lovely blockbuster type there. And the fans, impre- fans appreciate that. Now Blanchard in a bit of trouble. As I say that, though, versus the Irish whip. Catch her with a beautiful forearm to the face. Oh, and a huge net breaker by Tessa Blanchard. Going to get the job done. One, One two, two, three. Oh. There you go. Tessa Blanchard is through. No. What? Harry saying kick down. Oh. Uh. Well, Tessa now has got work on Stanley. Come on, don't say, don't let her have any fucking chance in this match. Gets caught with a big boot. That's it. Beautiful. How about that, then? Code breaker to the face off the second rope. Rolls her up one. Bye-bye. Oh! Same managing to kick out. Uh, one and a half. The referee's not in position, though. Would you rather have fucking Jessica Carr? Well, I'll tell you what. Jessica Carr probably do a better job this match than that referee has done. And now Tessa Blanchard, look at this. Abdominable stretch. Made famous by Wilbur Schneider, Dan. And she's got this hold in. And saying, middle of the ring, nowhere to go. She's in trouble. Tessa cranking it up. Uh-oh. Oh, oh a lovely hip toss there by Sane. Getting rid of the uh, orange Blanchard. And, uh, well, I don't think she's orange. I think she's just tanned. And Sane's um, skin colour, does it? Do you know what I mean? Like, And she gets... Oh! Fucking orange. Well, Tessa Blanchard with a forearm to Sane's face. Here we go. Oh! Oh, but Sane <laughs> busting out of that corner with a lovely spear. Taking down Tessa Blanchard. Well, Tessa now got to get her breath back. Don't let Sane gain momentum in this match. You've got to cut her off. Oh, my word. Sane getting to her feet. She looks like she means business. Oh! oh fucking hell. <laughs> I felt that one. Oh! Blanchard's grandkids going to feel that one. Oh, my word. And oh! Well, after the chops, the shoulder block. She's uh, marching to the opposite corner. Oh, this is fucking stupid. No. Oh! <laughs> runs in with a big elbow. No. And that is it. She is calling no. for the end no. of Blanchard. No! Come on, Tessa, you got her behind you. Think of it. Think of your dad. Think of everyone at home. Oh! oh. A phenomenal forearm off the top one, two. Yeah! Oh. <laughs> and Blanchard managing to kick out. Uh, uh. I don't know how she managed that. Yeah, Blanchard's still in this one. Come on, girl. Show the heritage that you've got. Say now got her up. Stop. Oh, my God. God. Oh, she's got a tied up like a bloody pretzel. Oh, no. Oh, no. Come on, Tessa. And look at the strength of Blanchard moving the Saints entire body weight to get to the ropes. Broke it she down. struggles her way to the ropes. But Saints not letting up. Oh, come on, ref. She's keeping her finger on the pulse. Yes. Oh, but Blanchard ties her up on this middle rope. That is beautiful by Tessa Blanchard there, using Saints' own momentum. And Tessa now... Finish off, Sane. Boom! Oh, and runs in with a drop kick to the back. Absolutely brilliant. And oh, my word. Finishes up with one to the lower back there. And now, oh. Short arm clothesline. Follows it up with a second. Keeps hold of the, uh, Blanchard's, um, Sane's left arm, right arm. Yeah, she's got her up now. Suplex. Oh, right down on her back. Going for the pin. One. Two. There you go. Oh! I think Blanchard was a bit nonchalant with that pin there. Say, Tessa, it's a May Young classic, for goodness sake. It means everything. Put her away, for God's sake. 
Tessa Blanche is now looking to go up top. Don't. Unnecessary risks. She gets met with a forearm from Sane. Oh, this is not fair. And Tessa Blanchard's in serious trouble. Come on, headbutt. That's it. Fight off. Fight away. That's it, girl. Oh, well, knock Sane for six. Sane's laying prone. Blanchard's on the top rope. Here we go. Tessa now. Oh, oh the big senton. Goes for the cover. One, One two, two. Frog. Curry managing to kick out. Oh. And Blanchard can't believe it. Well, Tessa Blanchard, I can't believe that. And now she's going to put her down. Look at this. Underhook DDT will get the job done. No. Sane managing to fight out. No. Oh, got her up, Tessa. Rolls through. He's got the pin. Yes. No. Sane rolls it. No. Back forward. Yes. No. Oh, no. Sane. Dodge it. Oh. Oh, runs him with a big forearm, but rolls up Sane. Yes. Oh. Oh. Carrie managing to kick out. Ah. Tessa with a kick gets caught. Grabs the leg of Blanchard. Takes her down. No. Oh. Oh, an axe kick to the back and now saying saying it's over oh come on Tessa grab out top rope oh no come on Alabama slam oh she's going for the elbow off the top and this has finished off many an opponent James well it's going to the top Tessa Blanchard is in serious trouble here taking her time here we go Pow! Oh. Elbow hits its mark. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got two out in the first round? Nice t-shirt there, mate. Well, uh, okay. Well. Okay, before we get on to this shit of having a go at me, right? I'm going to defend myself a little bit. Tessa Blanchard is one of the best competitors we've seen in the May Young Classic, and she's been wasted in this match, right? It's been a, it's a great match. It's a, for me, it's the best match of the May Young first round. But Soler deserved... She, I mean, you look at the other women that have got through. I think Tessa deserves a place amongst them and have maybe this match later on if you want to do it, you know? I, I find it really strange that kind of Blanchard's been sacrificed in a weird way, you know. Um, and, um, um, can I can I just make one one tiny little point? What? She's been knocked out, James. She has been well, knocked then. out, so she's gone. But fair play to her. We will run down the second match, second round matches in a minute because now Sane has gone. Fair play, Tessa Blanchard. Uh, I'm I'm really really pleased with her performance, even though she is out. Fair play to her. And I tell you something else, Dan. All right, I tell you something else. My one who's got left is better than your two because Shania Basta looks like a beast in the first round. So we'll see what happens as we move on. Um, and we will finish up now talking about the first round. So, Dan, <coughs> we'll do what we've done last time. We'll talk about these uh, last two. So going back to episode three, we started off with Storm versus Raymond. What did you give that rating? Um, I gave that a three out of five. I gave that a two and a half out of five. I said it was a shit finish, which it was, wasn't it? It yeah. came out of nowhere. Up next was Devi versus Kai. Um, Dakota Kai versus Kavita Devi. I gave that also a three out of five. I gave that a three out of five. Quick but fun. Oh yeah, Belair versus Beckett. Um, that was a slight improvement. I gave that a three and a half out of five. Uh, three and a half out of five. I gave that a three and a half out of five as well. I said uh, better than expected. And then the main event was uh, Garrett versus Niven. I gave that a three and a half out of five. It was it was quite a fun match, actually. Yeah, I said it was probably one of the most competitive matches, and that was four out of five for me. Episode four, 
Started off your pick, Candice LeRae versus Renee oh, Michelle. Well, second one to go yeah, through. Yeah, second one to go through, Dan, yeah. Um, I gave that a three and a half out of five. Yeah, I gave that a three out of five. I said it was one of the best finishes that we had. Uh, Evans versus Conti. Mm. We lost you in that match, I know. Evans but versus Conti. Where is it? Uh, I gave that a three out of five. Two and a half. Sloppy as fuck. Uh, Savoy versus Gonzalez. Savoy, I gave that a three out of five. Yeah, I gave that a three out of five average. And the main event here, Blanchard versus Sane. Uh, I'll go that a four out of five. I agree with you, a four out of five. So, out of the matches we've seen in the second half of the first round, what's been the best match? Carrie Sane versus Tessa Blanchard. And would you agree, out of all the matches we've seen in the first round, no, that is the I best wouldn't. match as well? What is the best match you've Mia seen? Mia Yim versus Sarah o- Logan. Been the only four and a half. You've had uh, Jazzy Gabbert versus Abby Leif. was quite a good match. Shocking end. So, I've only given two four out of fives, and that's Logan and Blanchard Sane. I've given... A four and a half out of five and three four out of fives. Uh, what have you thought of the first round, Dan, as we've come to a close now? Um, it's been entertaining. I think the second round's going to be a lot better than the first. You know, there's going to be, they're going to be rid of that first round nerves and hopefully rid of Jessica Carr, who can't count to save her life. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a shame, wasn't it? And a couple of competitors looked really lost. And like I say, hopefully with the second round, it would improve. So let's talk about the second round then and what matches we've got to expect. This is the end of this podcast here, but we will be back with you Saturday the 9th, the WNR one two one, which will be the last 16. Then the day after on Sunday, we'll bring you part two, which will be the quarterfinals. And then finally on Wednesday, the 13th, we'll bring you the semifinals and finals a day after it's happened in America. But we can talk about the second round now. So we've got Abby Leith versus Rachel Evers, one of the matches down. What's the other one? Francesca Sergei going against uh, Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, you've got Nicole Savoy going against Candice LeRae, your pick, Dan. Got Mia Yim going against Shayna Baszler, your pick. We've got Kari Sane, just knocking out my pick there, versus Bianca Belair. Got Dakota Kai going against Rhea Ripley. We've got Serena Deeb going against Piper Niven. Serena Deeb, who knocked out my opponent. Yeah, knocked out your, your pick, yeah. Uh, Lacey Evans going against Tony Storm. So what match are you most looking forward to to the second round? Basler versus Yim. I think that's going to be quite yeah, an interesting matchup. Carrie Sane going against Bianca Bella. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to Piper Niven versus Serena Diva. I think that would be quite cool. And like I say, Basler is a force to be reckoned with here. I've got a lot more to say about her as we move forward to the second round. But that is everything for today, No, Dan. that's not everything for today. Because I'd like to say Candice, Lorraine and Princess Sergei are also forces to be reckoned with. <laughs> who've also made it through to the next round. I've got two. You've got one. Well, you've got no that. points yet. Your points, you get a point, Dan, for two yes. of them. If they can beat but the I've opponents. I've got more chances of getting points because I've got more people. I've got to say, you've got to go past the boy and you've got to go past Martinez to get through to see if you can get the well, points. Well, I'll tell you what. The right-hand side of the bracketology doesn't work out well for us. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But, but the left doesn't really work much out for you either, does it? Well, <laughs> we will see what happens. That is it. I'm going to leave Dan like this. Been smug. We'll find out what happens in the second round of the May Young Classic. If you want to get hold of us and let us know what you think of the May Young Classic, who your favourites are, what your favourite matches have been, what you think of what we're doing, follow us on Twitter at WWE Network Review or at Vince McDan WWE I'm at John School Rollins we've also got a friend on Twitter yes we have it's uh, Mini Chris Benoit and he's just trying to make the world a better place and he's at Mini Chris Benoit I think we're also on Facebook Dan aren't we 
Um, I believe so, yes. Facebook, come and find our page and give us a like with a WWE Network review. Or you can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. We are across all the Google platforms. Google plus WWE Network review. Send us an email at dubbinapodcast.gmail.com. And on YouTube, where we've got more videos going up there daily, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, the WWE Network Review Podcast, and the podcast go at the same time they do there. The other places like SoundCloud. On your phone. And we're also on Stitcher Radio, on Spreaker Radio, where we've got the live shows, and iTunes, where you can subscribe, download, rate, and review there. But that is it for the May Young uh, first round. It's been good, and I'm hoping it's going to get a lot better. Until Saturday, I have been James Rowlands, and as always, always joined by... Damn right. Thanks for listening. Bye.